as we end one year and begin another, I want to lead you in a brief meditation on the name of Jesus, Prince of Peace. I want to read to you the context of that from Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. This is the child given to you and to me. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Would you pray with me? Lord God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of your heart of our hearts grant us peace as we lean on you, cast all our burdens on you, and let you shoulder the load. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I had high hopes for 2023. I don't know about you. When 2022 ended and 2023 began, I had high hopes and I set dreams and goals. I put them on paper and I showed them to my friends because I wanted their help. I said, I want to race the lake, which is a bike race around one of the lakes up north. I wanted to ski the Birkbeiner. I thought that'd be fun. I, I set I get health goals and financial goals and family goals and relational goals, emotional goals. I wanted to do better in my emotional resilience. I wanted to handle life better. I, I wanted to grow spiritually. I wanted to pray more deeply and spend more time with, with my God. I, I, I set all of these goals, and I, as I set these goals, I asked God to bless it. I asked him for his wisdom and his insight. I asked him for his help. And I said, Lord, these, this is what I want to do for you. Because above all else, I wanted to be his servant. I wanted to, as we say in the hymn, take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to thee. Take my moments and my days, let them serve in ceaseless praise. And I committed it all to the Lord and I asked for his blessing. And so as I sat on the edge of 2023, I hoped that 2023 would be my year. But it was not my year. Now, let me be clear. It's not that I'm complaining about the year, nor that I'm saying that 2023 was especially hard because I can can honestly say 2023 was not a bad year. It just wasn't my year. I, I, I didn't get to race the lake, but I did get to ride my bike. I haven't gotten to cross-country ski yet. There's still not snow. But I do get to CrossFit. And I didn't meet my financial goals, but I did enjoy some really great time with my family. And the ministry things that that I wanted to do, they didn't come to fruition the way I I hoped that they would, the way I dreamed that they would for all of us together. But the Lord did other things that I didn't anticipate, things that I didn't imagine. He, he's been at work in our ministry here in ways that I never would have dreamed. Things didn't go the way that I planned. 2023 was, was not my year, and that was hard. It's not that it was bad, it was just hard. Because as I sat on my little throne and thought about what I wanted to do for the Lord in 2023, I found the Lord taking me on paths I didn't want to walk on, going in ways I didn't want to go on. I I found my throne at opposition with his throne. And it was hard because it was not my year. Maybe 
as you look back at the last year, you find something true, something else, the same thing to be true. 2023 was not your year. Oh, it's, it's not perhaps that it was bad for you. You had plans too. You had dreams too. You had directions too. You had desires too. And, you, and like me, you committed them to the Lord and said, Lord, take this plan. Take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to thee. You, you gave it to the Lord and he did something else. He did something else with your life. Something he would say is better but you struggled with that. 2023 was not your year. It didn't go the way that you wanted it to go. And maybe 2023 was, was actually hard. Sometimes the year, years go the way that we didn't want them to go, and we, and we look back and say, well, that wasn't hard. It, was, it just wasn't what I wanted. But sometimes we look back at the year and say, that was hard. It was really hard. It was really painful. It wasn't just that things didn't go your way. It's that things were taken from you. People were taken from you. Your kids struggled. You struggled. People you loved lost. They died. Relationships you enjoyed broken. There was so much pain and loss in your life, in, in maybe every part of your life, in one way or another way, or maybe in all the ways, 2023 was a hard year. It was definitely not your year. And as I think about this with you this morning, and I've thought about this over the last couple, probably over the last month, I've been thinking about this. It, it seems to me that sometimes we shoulder loads we should not shoulder and carry things that are not ours to carry. We claim roles and authority that are not ours to claim and sit on throne that are, thrones that are not ours to sit on. We make ourselves prince and princess of our life when really there is only one prince over our lives. And it's his to shoulder the load. It's his to direct our lives. It's his to guard and guide and keep and direct and govern our lives. And yet we sit in that seat anyway. We, we sit as princes and princesses in the seat that's reserved for the Prince of Peace, and that's why it's hard. Because instead of bringing our sins to him, we hide them in our hearts. We hide them in the dark places of our hearts and do not confess them even to him. We, we carry around with us guilt. And, and then we try to atone for the things that we've done wrong by the things that we do instead of turning to his blood for atonement. We try to make up for it ourselves instead of leaning on Him. And then when we're ashamed because of who we are and what we've done, because we've done things that are shameful, we, we hide away and cower away instead of hiding beneath the righteousness of Christ and standing behind Him, righteous and holy through Him. 
And, and instead of, of trying to, instead of entrusting our children and their future and their faith into His hands, we worry and are anxious and are controlling because we're afraid. We leave, we leave their future and their faith in our hands instead of His. In our future and our lives and everything about them, we, we try to move mountains. We, we try to make things happen when there are obstacles in our way. We, we try to push through them and saying, instead of saying, Lord, you make a way if this is indeed the way that you want me to go. We sit in our little thrones and try to be prince and princess of our life instead of letting him sit in the throne that's his alone. And then we wonder why we have no peace. Why is it that we have no peace? Because we're trying to do things that are not ours to do. We're trying to rule things that are not ours to rule. We're trying to shoulder loads that are not ours to shoulder. We, we, find our, we find ourselves honestly at odds with the Prince of Peace. We have our way, He has His. We have our kingdom and He has His. And instead of submitting ourselves to Him, we go to war with Him. And then we wonder why we have no peace. I wonder if one of the greatest struggles that we all face is that that we set up our little throne next to his mighty, peaceful throne. And we carry things that we should not carry and shoulder things that we should not shoulder and try to have authority in places where we have no authority and do things we have no power to do or to control instead of simply sitting beneath him who is the Prince of Peace. So as I reflect on that simple truth that there are things I should not shoulder and burdens I should not carry, I, I have a new resolution for my year, a, a new motto, if you will. And this is my motto, 2024 is not my year. Let me be clear, I'm still going to make plans. I'm still going to set goals. I'm still going to think about how I want to serve the Lord this year. I'm still going to say, Lord, take my moments and my days. Let them serve in ceaseless praise. I'm still going to commit it to the Lord and ask for his blessing because above all else, I want to serve him. But this I know in 2024 will not be my year. And if I can encourage you to adopt something similar and to say to yourself, 2024 will not be your year. I'm not saying that to be a Debbie Downer. I'm not saying that, that to discourage you and to drive all hope from your hearts. I still want you to plan. I still want you to dream. I still want you to think about how you want to serve the Lord. I still want you to look at your life and say, Lord, this is who I am. This is what I have. This is where I am. I want to serve you in this way. I, I want you to do that. I want you to commit your life this 2024 to the Lord and see what the Lord will do like an adventure, like a, like a surfer on the waves. Maybe you'll hang 10 and maybe you'll crash, but either way, it'll be the Lord's wave. But I do want you to say 2024 is not my year because it's the Lord's. 
2024 is the Lord's year. It is the year, just like every year before it and every year after it, it is the year of the Lord's favor. It is the year that the Lord has made. It is the year that the Lord has given us. It is the year in which the Lord does and will forgive us our sins. As long as we have life and breath in our lungs, as long as the Lord gathers us together, there will be the forgiveness of sins here and among God's people. It is the year of the Lord's mercy and kindness being poured out on all of us abundantly. What did John say? Grace in place of grace already given. It is the year of Jesus, the Prince of Peace, sitting on his throne, shouldering the government, the dominion, the rule over your lives. It is the year of Jesus caring for your children and for you and your parents. It is the year of the Lord guarding and guiding and protecting, taking pain and pleasure, taking sickness and health, taking, taking poverty and riches, and using all of that, never leaving you along the way, using all of that for your eternity. It is the year of the Lord sitting on his throne as your priest. 2024 is not your year. It is his year. And more importantly, you are his. He has redeemed you. Can you channel Luther? He has redeemed you. Lost and condemned people that you are. He has purchased you and won you, not with gold or silver, but with holy precious blood, with innocent suffering and death. Why? So that you would be his own and live under him in his kingdom and serve him in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and purity. How sure is this? Just as he's risen from death, just as he lives and rules eternally, he has redeemed you and you are his. He has redeemed all of you. And when I say all of you, I, I, I mean all of you. But I also mean all of you. You're mind and your memory, your mouth and your eyes and your ears, your, your reason and your ability, your, your time and your talents, your hands and your feet, your everything about you, your house and your home, your, your property and children, your, your land and cattle, or should I say cats and dogs, <laughs> all that you own, all that you are, your, your body and life, everything about you as a person, everything about you as a human being, God's redeemed that. And as your Savior sits on his throne, he continues to redeem all things so that he might restore all things. 2024 will not <laughs> be your year because it's his just as surely as you are his, bought and redeemed by the blood of Jesus. Why? 
For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government, the rule of all things is on his shoulders. He carries the load. And he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. 2024 will be his year. God granted. Amen? Amen. Now the God of peace, the Prince of Peace, grant you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord be with you. Amen.